Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. to be loved by anyone. Stop it, you fucker. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks. Which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Episode 128, Friends and Rivals podcast, coming at you live and hot. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkin. Join me each week on Stephen Wojtowicz. Bill Fougere. Nick Frozen Frenzy Larita. Oh, it is happy Frozen Frenzy day in hockey. Do you think ESPN did? I don't think ESPN did this. Do you think the NHL did this because it's NBA opening night? Oh, I was thinking about that today when I saw that the NBA had two games and it was the start to their season tonight. And, you know, what what the NHL is doing is really shitting on them. Are they opening up on like TNT? Betcha double headers. Yeah, so maybe. Oh, oh, you mean yeah. is NBA? Yeah, NBA doubleheader opening night on TNT. Yeah, Man, it, it's a it's a good feels, plan. Who's ever plan it was? It feels good to shit on the NBA because we get shit on all the fucking time. But this this frozen frenzy thing uh, already, I already love it. Game starting at six o'clock, running all the way to freaking midnight tonight. I am. I am stoked. Absolutely stoked. And you know who else is stoked? Who? Our own Bill Fougere, who got himself a new job. Congratulations. Congratulations, Bill. Bill, listen, I, I I can't even imagine what the whole process is nowadays of getting a fucking job and the interview process and everything that you have to do beforehand. How was it for you? Was it like... so yeah, the last time, Nick is doing the international sign for a blowjob. So did you have to give a lot of them? Um, not yet, but uh, yeah, I, I think that's on the table still. Um, they, they still got to vet me. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I was I was telling the people I was interviewing with the last time I was like looking, really looking for a job. Like I, it's not like I knew somebody, you know, at Sanfi that I knew somebody back at the old place I worked again where I went to work again. The last time I was really out looking for a job was like 2003, and I was using the newspaper, <laughs> mailing in resumes and shit like that. And like, uh, yeah. If, and so if for for those who don't know, there was a classified section in the newspapers that had job postings. <laughs> I don't know. Is our, our audience is probably a little older than yeah, they, I, they get uh, that, right? Yeah, they're probably fine. Right. They're probably fine. Okay, okay. We don't need to. So they there. they hire me and. And uh, I had to go for my P test. I had to go for my drug screening today. So, what, 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 were you nervous at all? Would you think you're going to fail? No, 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 no. Okay. Nothing, so you stayed nothing away like from that. the pop. You stayed away from the poppy seed bagels and all the the legalized pot that's in New Jersey. That's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And the last time I actually had any kind of pot was like right before the pandemic. So like, I, I think it's out of my system. <laughs> yeah. You're was that? In, I would, was that? Did that happen to be in Florida? I would bet you're safe. Yeah. Oh, oh, that thing. I forgot about that thing, but that was also uh-huh. years ago. Yeah. Yes, that was also pre-pandemic. Yeah. So no, wait, so was I, no no no. Was it pre-pandemic? I guess it I, yeah, I guess it had to be. Maybe. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. I think it was. So I, I went I went for my P test and I had an appointment and I was wait in the waiting room and a woman comes out, you know, that works at the place, and uh English is not her first language, so she comes out saying a name she keeps going do gary do gary and i and i i'm like that's really i've heard my name butchered but i've never heard anything like where they use the g in the front of it i'm like i've heard foo gary but never goo gary wow so so then i go i go okay uh How about gooey is it, is it a drug screening and she goes yeah and i said is it fougere she's like sure so <laughs> we go back i go in she's like She's like, go to go to uh, you know room two. I go in and I have to give her my ID. And so she looks at my ID and, and she goes, "You're not Gary, you're William." And I said, "Okay." So I I leave. I go back out to the waiting room. She follows behind me and she goes back to the door and she goes, "Gugary, Gugary." And there's an old guy in in there sitting in there and he goes, "Uh, do you mean George?" <laughs> George. <laughs> Unbelievable. You got to be kidding me. I couldn't have made that up. Could I do do I look creative enough to make that fucking up? God. 
Oh my God, Goo Gary, Goo Gary, Goo Gary, George. Wow. Yeah, so she, so Gary. she wasn't completely foobarring your last name. She was actually foobarring somebody else's very, very English common name. Very yeah. easy first name. Yeah. Very, very simple. Common name. Wow. No, I mean, I get my name is hard, you know, for for English speaking people. It's a French Canadian name. And, and, you know, I've heard it butchered every decade of my life. You know, uh, I hear something completely crazy and new, but, but yeah, it was just close enough to something I'd heard butchered before, but never heard, you know, anybody use the G in the, instead of an F. So not many people call you by your full name either. So William Thomas Fugier, WTF. Yeah, and how old that whole oh, French... and, and your entire last name. Yeah, your entire last name. Fougere de Champagne. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the that's, that's, that's the bagel. That's the one with vegetable cream. I don't even need that. Okay. Well, congratulations, Bill. It's it's good for you to be part of the workforce again. Well, just, when I pass the drug test, I guess. Yeah. And the background check. So uh so I don't want any of our listeners to to go, hey. Guys, listen to the end of episode 127 when he said about Suzanne Summers and see if you really want him to work. So I'm not going to say the name of the company yet. Oh. <laughs> but you told us what the name of the company is. We I think it would take right? a long time for this uh, podcast to get back to anybody that worked at that company. <laughs> a long time. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, take a ride on the Metro. Sponsored by Rich Wholesome Nestle Quick. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are Because it's time for acceptance Of everyone, all preference We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick, it does the trick uh, we're gonna start with the Pens who uh, a little, had a little trouble with their uh, little road trip on uh, this past week. Huh, Bill? Uh, yeah, the Penguins suck, and uh, here we go to Nick with the Islanders. <laughs> there's got, there's, there's well, got to be more to it than yeah, that. There's, I mean, come uh, on, they played Ron yeah. Bennington. Come on, uh, completely. Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a good feeling after when I when we went into last week, and, and then all of that's kind of gone. But you don't want to overreact, you know. It's it's just two games. It, it's but it's forty percent of the season that we've seen, and the end of the season is only going to be like three percent, right? So, um, check my math. But uh, somebody, somebody yeah. get in on that, please. Check his math. Oh, I'm no <laughs> good at math. Oh, don't I wanna, am no good at math. Don't want to put too much importance in it, but they looked really bad uh, in both of the games uh, uh, against Detroit and St. Louis, and and Detroit ended up being a one goal loss, but they were down four to one. They were not competitive until the third period of that game. Um, Tristan Jari does not look good. Um, he had the one shutout against Washington, but he was, he's, he was kind of average, but he got outplayed in the, in the opening game against Chicago. Um, uh, couldn't you, I wasn't going to pin that on him, but like he, you know, he, he did get outplayed by the other goalie against Chicago. Uh, and then he was not good at all against Detroit and St. Louis. He's, you can tell when, when he's off his game, he's, moving around too much. Um, you know, when, when he's on his game, it, it seems like it comes easy to him. It seems like he's always in the right spot. It's not like he's diving across the crease and, and making any ac- kind of acrobatic saves, but, uh, but yeah, he, he looks off of his game. And then the uh, Penguins depth, which killed them last season is, is mostly what killed them the last few games too. Um, no goals for the third and fourth lines until their fifth game of the season. Anybody know who got it? Anybody know who got it? Radim Zahorna. I was going to say uh, that. Uh, who didn't play until check. the fifth game. They uh, they finally waived uh, Harkins after the after four games. He went down to uh, Wilkes-Barre. Uh, they brought Zahorna up from Scranton, and Zahorna scored in his first game. So uh, 
that that aside, it, it was not it was not good uh, in in either of those games. That the defensively, they're just not getting back. Um, I, I don't know if it's a lack of hustle. I, I hope it's not just because they're this slow as as they've aged, uh, or else they're in a, a fucking world of hurt. But they're not getting back defensively, and that includes the Crosby line. And you guys know. I'm a fanboy, and and uh, I, I never say a bad thing about Sid, but you know his line was him and his line. They were not getting back. They're not playing defense, especially against uh, uh, St. Louis. Uh, and then also the the Penguins' third pairing on D um, uh, started the season was uh, Ru Weedle and uh, and uh, Pierre uh, Joseph, Pierre Olivier Joseph. Um, those guys are now both healthy healthy scratches tonight as they're going with uh, two guys who have a combined NHL experience of one NHL game. So uh, Rui to look terrible um, against uh, Detroit. Uh, cost him one of the goals uh, by trying to make a hip check in his defensive zone and just completely missing it and letting it turn into uh, an odd man rush down low. Um, Ryan Shea, who played his first NHL game the other night, uh, was doing was doing pirouettes because of a move that Kasperi Kapanen put on him. Kasperi Kapanen didn't make a defenseman look bad in three seasons with the fucking Penguins. And and uh, first game, uh, you know, for this kid, he 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 screwed him into the dirt. So like, um, yeah. So it's it's a mess back there, uh, and they need more effort defensively as a team. And and uh, and and the schedule only gets harder this coming week. They're they're playing a lot of good teams. Uh, um, Dallas and, and the Avalanche and and all guys like that. So, um, yeah, they get a homestand now, but they're playing really good teams, and, and we'll just have to see where it goes. But a very ugly week for the Penguins. Nick, an overtime loss to the to the Devil on Friday. That I mean, geez, between the Islanders and the and the Devils, are you guys going to play again? I don't the know. The Islanders man. have been what cool. three games to start they, the season. They both play tonight. We play oh, tonight. Yeah, yeah, everybody does. Yeah, we have four games in the in the books. Um, <clears throat> we played the last game. We played with well, when we were talking last time. Coyotes were playing the Isles. Uh, Isles won and one out, one nothing shutout. Um, kind of shut them down. Um, I believe they like. I think Arizona had only like what was it, fourteen shots to thirty four. It was a pretty thorough um, win, but they didn't score goals. They they had thirty four shots on net, but they just couldn't break through. Um, they got through obviously in the second period. One goal, but you know, you figure 34 shots on net, and you're restricting their team to 14. You'd probably get a few more goals, but uh, it didn't kind of turn out that way. Um, but uh, after that, the yeah, the aforementioned uh, Devils game. I'll let Steve talk more about that one. I think he's probably got some more positive things to say. Not that it was a bad game, very competitive game. Uh, very back and forth. Yes, very, very, very entertaining. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, a 5-4 uh, win for the Devils in, in the overtime on a Jack Hughes goal, um, which, by the way, yeah, that guy's that guy is something special, uh, for sure, um, watching him play. Uh, yep, got $8 million bucks, right? Is it eight, eight a year? Eight, eight, eight million a year. Yep, yep, that's going to be pretty a, good. Every He's going to show up on every list for best contract in the, yeah. in the league very quickly. No very doubt quickly. about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, very competitive game. Um, it's happened to be my, my anniversary weekend, so I really didn't really watch a lot of the game. Uh, kind of was, yeah. So I'll let, I'll let Steve talk about that game. Uh, Buffalo Sabres, the next night, we had a couple guys. Bar, it was a back-to-back, so Barley jumped in um, and uh, uh, in that for Sorokin, and then uh, Gautier and um, – Ah, oh, crap. What's his name? Jumped in uh, to uh, also uh, uh, jump back in for the uh, – oh, gosh. I'm breaking my brain right now. Oh, well. I can't think it's, of it. It's good show prep, Nick. Yeah. No, it's just – you know what? I just – I don't know. I guess my brain broke there. Uh, he didn't play. It was just Gautier. Um, but Gautier jumped in to get an extra, you know, fresh skate, skater on. Um uh, for Walsh, oh, Walshram to play, yeah, he did play. All right, he was on for somebody. I can't remember who. Anyway, the point is, he jumped. There were a couple guys in for fresh guy, fresh legs. Um, uh, Balduken for injured Mayfield, um, and uh, they uh, they didn't play so well. 
they played pretty much the first stinker of the, of the year. Uh, after three games in a row, they're really nice, good games. You know, first game against Buffalo at home. Obviously, they won that game. Won against the Arizona at home. Played the Devils. 5-4 loss in overtime. Can't really complain about losing in overtime. And again, they probably shouldn't have got to. Shouldn't have even gotten that point, uh, potentially. And then, you know, throw a stinker. And honestly, Sabres are a good team. But uh, it's tough to come back on a night, you know, a night after this, the Devil game. You know, that's a that's a took a lot out of them for sure. Um, and uh, they definitely showed it. They only had about uh, they were doubled up on shots, 42-25, um, and uh, just didn't didn't couldn't get anything going. They scored a goal at the very end on a Dobson threw one at the at the net and just kind of bounced off two guys and went in. It just wasn't really they didn't really deserve any of that. They didn't even deserve that, deserve that goal. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, Hey, that's the breaks, you know, early in the, in the season, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, a two, one, 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 um, two, one, one start to the year, uh, played well against the devils. Um, they're not going to score a ton of goals, but, uh, definitely were able to keep up a little bit with the devs on their very, um, dynamic offense. So we'll see how that goes, uh, tonight as well. Um, tonight we have Colorado in town so that'll be interesting to see as another very good team to play against and it'll be a big test obviously to see if they can keep up with the speed uh colorado brings so um interesting it'll be interesting to see i don't know if mayfield's playing tonight he was he was hurt for i think he was hurt in the devil game i can't recall uh, but uh, nevertheless uh well if even if he's the only guy out for a little bit it's not the end of the world it didn't sound like he was much more than day-to-day um but uh, I didn't see if there was a, a change to the lineup yet. It's kind of a little early. Game starts at 8, so usually 7.30-ish. We get the uh, half hour before we get the, the lineup. Um, coming up in the week, we got uh, Ottawa Senators at home and Buff- uh, Buffalo, <laughs> Columbus on, on Saturday. And then we have on Monday the Red Hot Red Wings uh, at home. So we'll see how those games go. I'm very interested to see how... Tonight's game goes um, against also against Senators because they're, I think uh, I, I think they're a pretty good team, pretty good young team, and then um, you know the Red Wings. We'll talk about them later. So see how that uh, how that lineup goes this year, this week. So as far as the Rangers go this week, <clears throat> or this past week rather, uh, you had one one home game and then you started your uh, West Coast road trip, and that game at home before the road trip was just one two forget um a drubbing at the hands of the nashville predators four to one on home ice only your second home game of the season um in a very uh road heavy uh beginning to the to the season for them um and they got they got it handed to them uh listen again this definitely was a game to forget and one that you could write off but you know i'm sure they took from that, how not to play other than a five on three power play goal by Adam Fox, who didn't have a power play goal last year, uh, gets his first power play goal of the season this year. Um, and look, we talked about it earlier on when, when the Rangers play those big heavy teams to like the hit and forecheck, they have a, they have a tough time with, with those teams early on this season, it seems. So we, uh, we'll see how that transpires as we get into the course of the season, but they go on to Seattle and, um, you know the lights go out in Seattle. There was a there was an issue with the with the lights in the arena. So one half of the corner or one half of the ice in the corner, um, it was the near corner uh, as the camera showed on TV. It was the near corner on the right side to where the Rangers and Jonathan Quick, who was in goal for the first time this year, um, were defending twice. So it seemed like it put the Rangers at a disadvantage. So they made it even and just split the difference. Uh, every period uh, they would split uh, who was in, in that zone. So Wait Seattle goes Hold up. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Bill, yeah. can you tell me who does the lighting for a lot of the NHL clubs? I think that was uh, <clears throat> Philip Signify. What a shit company. What a, <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. Sorry, go ahead. Um, maybe lose my track. Okay. Um, listen, uh, Jonathan Quick. For as much as I was really worried about him, um, being a backup goaltender, 
for the, for the Rangers after watching him on other teams for the past couple of years. He was solid in net, other than maybe the, the the first goal he gave up where he was a little on edge and getting, I guess, accustomed to uh, to playing with the with dim lights. Uh, he was exceptional in the in the game. Uh, also, you know, exceptional was the line of Filipino Artemi Panarin and Alexei Lafreniere. Uh, three goals and three assists combined on that line. Panarin had two goals. Lafreniere had the other goal, and Heal had all three assists. Um, and listen, that that line is is already in this young season becoming very potent to play against. You know, in that in in con- in concert with the Zibanejad line and maybe a shutdown line with with Trocek and listen, the Rangers last year struggled in the past two years. In fact, had struggled five on five, and now they're like the second best team five on five uh, to to the uh, to the young start of this season. Um, also, they are have a, a faceoff percentage of fifty five point seven, which is second in the NHL. And I've always said that faceoffs. Are the key to no, winning hockey? No, you I have haven't. Always, I have you're, always you're said lying. this. You're lying. I w- w- go and check the tapes. Go ahead, please check do. them. Please get out your mimeograph machines and go check the tapes. Another by because he knows he's fucking lying. That's why I don't know what you're <laughs> saying. Stuttering, muttering, prick you. <laughs> um. But listen, good good defensive structure, another um a good team win. And hope this carries over to tonight when they uh when they play the Calgary Flames. Uh that game starts at 9 45. But I want to touch on on Lavulette a little bit. Um be, because you know he's rewarding players for good play. And he's double shifting, you know, Panarin and Heedle. Because they're 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 playing well, they're forechecking, they're doing the right things, and he's rewarding them with ice time. So that's something that you definitely want to see from your coach. Definitely something you want to see from your players when the way when they play that way. But what Laviolette has brought this year so far has been a little bit of consistency, a lot of communication and accountability. Um, when when players screw up, he holds them accountable and takes away their ice time. And when, and just the opposite of that, when you're playing and you're going well, he's going to double shift you, give you every extra shifts and really kind of ride you um, and, and see what, what he can get out of you. And that's so completely different than what Gallant had brought the past two seasons. And listen, the first season with Gallant, it worked. It was good. The second season really didn't work. I, I've gone on records how unorthodox I thought his coaching style was. And Laviolette is at least brought it back to a little bit of normalcy with morning skates and the way he communicates to players and actually fucking coaches and he actually coaches. So it's, it's definitely been a pleasant surprise and a, and a good start to, uh, to the season for, for Laviolette and the team. And we, again, hope it continues. The, can- the Canadian trip continues this week with the game tonight at uh, Calgary. Uh, on Thursday night, we got the McDavid-less Edmonton Oilers. And we go back to Vancouver on Saturday night before ending the road trip Monday in Winnipeg. So they officially, a, lot of, a lot of games in, in a short period of time. Did they officially change their name? The McDavid-less Oilers? Yes. Yeah, is that, that's official? Okay. That, that's, um, a, that's official. It's only, it's only temporary, though. So it's only going to last like two weeks. Okay. Before I get going, I just got – I have a question for you. On this, you know, playing the hot players, you know, double shifting and such. I'm all for that. But do you think, especially with a Panarin, who's expected to be your best player, could that lead to burnout long term? You know, if he's double shifting because he's having a good game in game three, that's going to be different than in game, you know, 63. He, he, He is no spring chicken. Uh, he's definitely getting older, uh, but listen, the coach has said these players want to play and they want to play a lot. So we'll see. I, I, okay. I hope it doesn't, but listen, he's taken a shift or two away from somebody who's not playing well offensively um, like a, um, like a Blake Wheeler. So, or if somebody's in the penalty box, you're going to get double sh- shifted at center like Heedle did. 
so it's it's those it's those rewards where you got to double shift somebody because of coincidental minors or an injury or someone just not playing well. That listen, I'm sure if you were in a game, would you want those extra minutes? I know. Oh, absolutely. Fucking, would, but you know, hundred hundred thousand percent. But I'm sure they're 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 going to guard against burnout. But yeah, that that's definitely something for sure. Yeah, that more than seventy be. games left too. Yeah, you got to manage that at some point. Uh, so pr- proud to bring up the the rear on this uh, trip down the metro. Uh, another undefeated week for the Devils. It it you, you had know, one game. It's you a had great one feeling. Game. It's a great feeling when you have an undefeated week. Yes, it was one game. It was a very weird stretch of three days off game, three days off, and uh, now they've got back to back games today and tomorrow. But that's you know for later on. Um, 5-4 win over the said Islanders. Jack Hughes with the beautiful goal uh, to win it. Um, I wonder if that's going to be his move. That's the second goal this season. He scored like that. It was, you know, bring it in and and do more than a 90-degree cutback to the middle and use the defenseman as a screen and bury it. Um, he's electric in overtime, just, you know, Give him the puck and let him go. Uh, he sure got hurt during this game, uh, during the second period, all because of himself. I mean, he he was carrying the puck in. He goes down to the corner. He tries to to lean down to squeeze past the defenseman, and the defenseman just buried him right into the wall. So, um, I'd rather like to see him play, you know, more upright rather than try and squeeze into tight circles. You know. You're not a rookie anymore. You got the meat on your bones. You're 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 stronger than you've been in the past, and uh, use that to your advantage. Play like it. Four for five on the power play. Uh, power play is ridiculous to start the season. Hughes, like I said, two goals, two assists. Um, Timo Meyer with two assists. Luke Hughes with a goal, assisted by Jack. So he's got two NHL goals, both of them assisted by Jack. The Devils called up Cal Foot uh, to have an extra defenseman available. I think they're expecting Colin Miller might be out a little bit of time. Uh, he got injured in the preseason, so I think they're expecting him to be out a little bit of time, and they just want that safety net of having that extra defenseman around uh, just in case. So that that was last week. This week, uh, they are in progress in Montreal, they are down one nothing. So the slow first period woes continue. Um, the whole first two minutes were all spent in the Montreal end. So I just don't know why this team can't decide to play a game from beginning to end. Um, this is what game number seven. This is game five. So oh, this is game five for them. This is game five. So this is now the fifth straight game they've allowed the first goal of the game. Yes. The only other team to do that was the Washington. Right. Who they will see on Wednesday, tomorrow. Something's got to give. Uh-oh. Uh, Buffalo on Friday uh, at home, and then the Minnesota Wild at home on Sunday. I could be wrong, but it always it, it seems like the last couple of years when they play the Minnesota Wild in New Jersey, it's on the, it's on a Sunday. And Wild, it's, man. And it's always a high-scoring, and it's been a high-scoring game. So I would expect for that one to be a high-scoring game on Sunday. If you're a betting person, bet the over. Um, we've got a tie game now in Montreal. Nico Heischer scoring the tying goal. Um, my my last thing is, this game was supposed to start at 7.15, right? They're doing this frenzy, this face-off frenzy, where they want games to start every 15 minutes. Frozen, Frozen frenzy. They want them to start every 15 minutes. This game didn't actually start till 7:24. Relax. They're, they got to play two anthems. Start a game when it's supposed to fucking start. They got two anthems to play. How do you expect them to start? Don't start singing the anthems. It's yeah, the anthems. Early. I don't they, 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 they can't do that. Yeah, they can. I'm gonna see. By the way, this this the frozen frenzy I'm watching right now it is. They got to do it this is every just, week. It is just the best. Right. It is so just. Let's the talk about. Best. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Should they do this more than once a year? Oh, absolutely. Don't they have a don't they have this um do don't they have this scheduled for more? 
I don't just know. Once? No, I don't know. Let me so let me ask you: If you were a player who's got a very specific regimen on game day, now you're starting a game at eight o'clock on the East instead of seven o'clock. The what? They can adjust. They make millions. They, of they, they can they're absolutely. What are, what are you trying? Not an issue. I they, they have to switch oh. their starting times all and play in different time zones. I think they would have oh. a problem with it if it, was, if it was very frequent. You see that shot he blocked too? Yeah, he blocked it one of his forehead. Yeah, it fucking hurt, man. Holy crap! And all if right, they so... do it more, if they do it more, does it take away from the specialness? No, or does it matter, dude? Red zone, red no. zone every week. Red zones every week. They only play eighteen I'm, games. I'm with, they only play eighteen I'm with games. Nick. I, that's fine, no, but it, I'm with Nick. I'm with Nick. Once a week, I yeah. I can handle this once a week. Okay. No we doubt about be, it. We used to have we used to have ESPN Hockey Night, right? Why not ESPN Frozen Frenzy Night every Wednesday? I I it doesn't okay. have to be all 32 teams. It just has to be a bunch of teams that yeah. stagger their okay. starts. Okay. That's all we need. Yeah. I, I am. I think I think 16 games is a little is a little crazy. Well, like, listen. If you're gonna start it off, might as well start off with a bang. I like sixteen right. games is a little crazy. like a frenzy. Yeah, good call. Good call. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Wow! Holy shit, Bill! All right, so we're gonna uh, 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 we're gonna one, one we are games. going to uh, can't run into the goalie anymore. Damn. Uh, that goal is called back. Yeah, it's a fucking shame. All right, so we're gonna play a little buy and sell. There are some teams sell with some hot would starts. Buy anybody else to be on this podcast with us? And there are teams that may have been picked to be good, but are having really cold starts. So, um, what do you want to start, hot or cold? Let's Don't start. With answer the, it once. Let's start with the surprise teams. Wait, you want to do the hot teams? All right. Um, hot, hot, hot. Hot, listen, hot teams. A, a lot of us didn't. I don't think pick them to make the playoffs. The Detroit Red Wings, five and one, wins over Tampa Bay, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Ottawa, and Calgary. Their only loss was opening night to the New Jersey Devils, um, and it was opening night. So are you buying or are you selling the Detroit Red Wings? Steve, go. I am buying the Detroit Red Wings. Had it wrong. Mm -hmm. Young club, very highly skilled. The Brinkat bringing a lot of energy to the team. Uh, They had some other kid that they talked about a lot that grew up in Michigan and is playing for them now. So – I am buying the Red Wings. Uh, buying or selling? I'm selling. Did you pick them? I thought you picked them to make the playoffs. Or was that Ottawa? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember either. I don't remember. No, it was Arizona. That's right. I picked Arizona, but that was yeah, yeah. East Coast, East was I had too much, too many good teams in East. Um, yeah. No, I'm selling. Um, they have 30 Ooh. goals for and 15 against. 30 goals is not sustainable. I mean. That's just going to come down. And then, yeah, I don't know. They're a young team, man. They, they can score a lot of goals and bunches, but I think uh, I think they're just having a hot streak right now, and I think they're going to they're gonna have to go through a full season. And, you know, so young teams don't always uh, make it to the, to the end. And, and East is killer, man. We're going to see some, some – It's a, I don't know how they're going to get through the season in that kind of – you know, I, it's going to come down. I, I we'll see how the, how it goes, though. Bill, you buying or selling the Detroit Red Wings? I am selling on the Detroit Red Wings. Um, I yeah, I, I think um, you know they are young and they are talented, but I, I think teams are going to start seeing what some of these guys are capable on on tape, and they're going to you know figure out how how they need to defend them. And they're going to they're going to I'm not I don't think they're going to crash and burn necessarily, but they're going to have have some struggles and need to find their way. And and yeah, it's probably it's probably too much of a turnaround to expect uh, that they're going to, you know, take it all the way to the playoffs this season. I, like Steve, am buying the Detroit Red Wings. Well, listen, I, I thought they were going to be good last season with all the young talent that they have. And now to add to that with the Brinkat, uh, listen, I, I I really like the Detroit Red Wings. I'm buying. I am buying. Uh, f- team number two, team we love to hate, Philadelphia Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Steve, you oh, buying or selling the Philadelphia Flyers? I... Am selling those motherfuckers to anybody that'll buy them. Amen. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck them all the way to fucking hell. I don't give a shit. Fuck them and their wives. Oh, you make a very that, good point. 
I mean, <laughs> no argument here. Nick, you buying or selling the Philadelphia Flyers? I am selling because Flyers suck. Fuck them. Fuck them. I think I we are all. <laughs> I think we are all one hundred percent on selling the Philadelphia Flyers because fuck them. Yeah, but I but I'm also gonna say, did they uh did they get a new goalie? Did they finally get the fucking goalie that they've needed for the last three centuries? No, uh, Carter Hart not, is not gonna, the answer. They they no, still Carter think Hart Mickey Hart is Hart, not the answer. They still think no. Mickey Hart is the goalie. That's no, no, no. That's a joke for all our our fans who like the Grateful Dead. How about the upstart and surprising Vancouver Canucks at three and two? Two wins over the Edmonton Oilers and the Florida Panthers and losses to Tampa Bay and the aforementioned Philadelphia Flyers. Billy, you buying or selling the Canucks? Stop with the fucking Canucks. I'm tired of hearing about the fucking up and coming Canucks. I've been hearing about it for a decade. Fuck them. I don't I don't don't fuck them as hard as the Flyers, but no, I'm not I'm not ever gonna buy the Canucks until they prove me other, you know, prove otherwise. Hmm. Nick, you buying or selling Vancouver? I'm selling. Not a, not a fan. Not a fan yet. They're, I think there are. It's five games in, man. This is like some of these are kind of crazy. I I agree. That's why this is so fun, Steve. You buying or selling the Vancouver Canucks? I am contractually obligated to buy the Vancouver oh, Canucks. Oh, Hughes family. Why? Because it's a fucking oh, Hughes? Because Hughes of, family. Yes, I can't. Oh, my I God. I can't upset Jack or Luke. Wow. I, I've got to buy the Vancouver Canucks. Wow. Wow. I I am selling the Vancouver Canucks. I don't think this is sustainable at all for them. Um, The upstart Montreal Canadiens, Nick. Are you are you buying or selling the Montreal Canadiens who have wins against Washington, Buffalo, and uh, Chicago, and losses that... against Toronto and Minnesota? So they've they've lost against good teams and they've won against bad teams. Yeah, I kind of feel like that puts you in the you ain't gonna be a good team. I, I, I got to sell on the Canadians uh, almost for the same reason as Vancouver. Not that the Canadians have ever had so much talent that they've really been expected to bounce back, but uh, yeah, they just never really do. It's been a long time for the proud franchise. Proud franchise. Steve, you're buying or selling? Uh, despite the fact that they are losing to them one nothing right now, I am selling on the Canadians. I just don't see a whole lot on the roster outside of goal call field. Uh, to be excited about. Yeah, you lose your 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 first overall pick to uh to injury. Um and that's not gonna help your your cause. And didn't they lose their the center that they traded uh, from Chicago? Then they uh who was that guy? Didn't they just trade for that guy last year and they, they lost him to injury this year. So I, I don't I don't think this is sustainable for Montreal. I am selling the Montreal Canadians. How about an honorable mention for for some teams? Were you talking about Kirby Doc? I was talking about Kirby Doc. Exactly right. <clears throat> An honorable mention for the cold guys. Why are we doing an uh, honorable, this? Isn't a top well, list. Why are we doing an honorable mention? Because it's All important. Right. The the All Carolina right. Hurricanes they are averaging plus five goals against this season to open up the young season with a defense that was supposed to be fucking rock stars and at least have decent goaltending. You buying or selling this this mediocre start by the Hurricanes, Nick? Oh, I'm buying. Ran, ran, you you just you, you peaked Randy's antennas. They just they just <laughs> shot up. They just uh, shot up. Oh, we got to get Randy on this season. No, That's a good call, Nick. No, That's a damn good call, no. Nick. No, we don't. No, we oh, don't. We absolutely do. No, no, we absolutely. Don't. No, we don't. How about that? I'm I'm buying the Hurricanes. They uh they probably just they probably just need to you know get over the fact that they've had so much regular season success and just get interested again. They're probably just flat, just from like oh here we go again. And but but they're proven and, and they're going to be fine. I'm selling them. Whoa! I I, I just don't think this star studded wow. defense core is going to work. 
And I don't, they're not going to fall out of playoff position because I think they're just too good offensively for that. But I don't know. They're going to have a tough time this year. They're going to have a tough time. I, I'm buying. I, I don't think, uh, th- again, I, I'm, I'm with Nick and, I'm, and Bill. This is a little blip. This is, you know, deep playoff runs. Um, I think they're going to be fine long term. All right. Let's go to more cold guys. Uh, the Seattle Kraken. One four and one to start the young season. Their only win, a seven to four win over the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, the losses to the New York Rangers, Colorado, Vegas, Nashville, St. Louis, and Winnipeg. Are you buying or selling this cold start from the Kraken, Nick? I mean, that's a crazy start. I'm buying because they looked pretty good last year. Pretty darn good. And hell yeah, they did. And you know what? Like that's that's a pretty difficult start to the year, and um, they got nothing. To, uh, they got nothing to lose, man. And they got Bernier's, and uh, he he was great last year. Their whole it's just an underachieving team, you know, or overachieving team, I should say, overachieving team. Um, but uh, I they'll be fine. I, this is like I, I wonder if it's too. It's a lot of these teams we're talking about that you know, Carolina, Seattle. Um, you know, who else is you know, good Tampa, even um, Tampa's not had a good start. Florida, well, Florida's Florida. Uh, these are teams that are, might had deep play, playoff runs, right? Um, and uh, they might just be having a little bit of a, you know, a little rust to shake off if they're not getting as much rest as some of these teams like Detroit have been playing golf for, you know, 17 months in a row here. I don't know how long they've been playing. That's they haven't been good, golf. though. It's a lot of golf. Oof. Dave, you buying or selling the Kraken? I'm selling them. Why would I get? Why should I get excited about the Seattle Kraken? Who do they have? Bernier they and then who else? They don't have a Hughes. They don't so have a Hughes. Got to right. sell them. Bernier so and you, then who so else? Got to sell them. Right. I mean, that's just as good as Columbus, right? Columbus has got Johnny Hockey and then who else? Like, oh. why should I get excited for either of them selling? How can you talk about hometown? How can you talk about hometown hero Johnny Hockey selling? My goodness, Billy. I'm buying. I'm buying the Kraken. If you remember, they were my pick to be in the Stanley Cup Finals against my beloved Bruins. So I got to oh, buy the Kraken. Right. Almost got that's, it, too. Almost got it. Big Bruins, man. man. Uh, uh, I am selling the Seattle Kraken. I don't, uh, I don't think I don't think okay. Grubauer is the answer in that. If they trade for uh, another goaltender, but who's got a goaltender that they want to give up right now? Nobody. So I, I don't think that Seattle uh, is... is uh, is anything this year. I think it was a fluke last year. How about that, Bill? They were a fluke. That's right. My boy um, Jared McCann is going to prove you prove you uh, wrong. Oh, uh, Jared McCann, oh, that yeah. was who got dude. his ass whooped by Vincent Trocek. That Jared McCann? Please. I, I was. Referring to, but sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Billy, the one, three, and one Edmonton McDavid list Oilers. The only um, win is against the Nashville Predators. They lost to Vancouver not once, but twice. And they've also lost to fuck the Flyers. Are you buying or selling the Edmonton Oilers? Um, conditionally selling because I, I I'm not going to say they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're but I I'm just they're they're never the contender that people think they're going to be. They they just never address anything past the their first uh, you know two offensive lines. There's never anything there. Um, so yeah, I, I think, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they're toward the bottom of the, of the playoff picture in the West. Ooh. Nick, you buying or selling the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, if, as long as McDavid's out they're they're, they're toast, man, they're toast. And because they're all offense. And I mean, dry can only do so much. He looks depressed when his buddy's not there. I mean, he looks depressed normally, but you know, he always depressed. looks I mean, depressed. Doesn't he? Now <laughs> that I mean, you mentioned that, holy he crap. Looks, he looks super Resting depressed. depressed face. Yeah, yeah, like you can never tell. It's like he just—he looks like, whew. But man, I'll tell you, that's that team is it. That's not a good team. That's not a good team if he's out. He is the best player on the ice oh. whenever he's on the ice. So I mean, you know, it doesn't matter who's on the ice. He's the best guy. And when he's not there, and it just really shows how much of a deficiency that team is going to have with uh, with him out there. So you want a hot take? Sell. Sell. You want a hot take? Don't you Maybe steal hot. my hot take? I'm going to take a hot take right now. No. With McDavid out for these next couple of weeks, they're going to play better. I think, uh, no, no. I think 
It's now Jack Hughes's heart trophy to lose. Ooh. Ooh. Hot take, money bags. Steve, you buying or selling the Edmonton Oilers? I'm buying. I I I I'm gonna say what I thought you were gonna say. I think McDavid being out is gonna make everybody else step up their game because they can't rely on him. You know, maybe they used him as a crutch too much that well shit, we got McDavid. We don't, you know, we could take a night off here or there. And now they're not gonna have him. And they're all gonna have to learn to step their game up when he comes back. Their game's elevated. His game's at the level it normally is. Boom, I'm buying. Like that, any time you it any, works for the Penguins. No, <laughs> but, was, a different franchise, yeah. but like when the when the Penguins would lose somebody like a Crosby or or or, or Malkin, and other guys got to step up their game, their game just disappeared again as soon as they came back. And you know that could be a, a cultural thing, but uh, it doesn't always necessarily hold up that way. I'm buying the Edmonton Oilers. This is a bump in the road for them, and they are going to turn it on and be a, a, a really good hockey club for the rest of the season. Mark my words and watch it. All right, uh, Steve, are you buying or selling the 1-2-1 one, and one Washington Capitals? Uh, let's see. They got losses to Pittsburgh, Ottawa, and Montreal, uh, and uh, wins against Tampa Bay and a shootout loss to Calgary. Are you buying or selling the Washington Capitals? This one was tough for me. This was oh. this was a this was a debate. Right? Is it slow starts for key players? No, unfortunately I don't think it is. I'm selling cuz I think it's old age taking its toll on the Washington Capitals, so I am selling. I could not and agree I, with you. And I apologize more. uh Steve Patrick if you're listening, I apologize for taking that stance. Um I'm still probably going to come see you in concert, but I apologize for taking that position. Well, why, why would you apologize for speaking the truth, right? This is a very old team who's going to be sellers at the deadline. Uh, I don't like the Washington Capitals this year. Uh, I am selling the Washington Capitals. Nick? So, I mean, OV, this is the OV, get him all the goals until he can break the record and retire. That's it. They, they are... They are older than they were last year. I don't think they did much at all, to be honest. And it's it's feeling the same conversation we had a few last few years since they won the cup. I just don't see them changing much. And yeah, it's not looking good. I mean, how who are they going to beat in the in the metro? It might be the them and the Penguins in the, in the bottom. If if they well, I say that, but like the you know Blue, Blue, Flyers and Blue Jackets are still there. So, yeah, but Columbus. realistically, realistically. Washington's right there in the bottom with those those two. I don't I don't see them getting out of there. They just don't look good. And you know we all know Ovechkin. He's going to score a bunch of goals. He's going to get hot and get them through some games. But I don't know. They don't they don't look good. Nope. Billy, you buying or selling them? I'm right there with Nick with the with the Capitals. Uh, it's it's an Ovechkin side show at this point. There's there's nothing more to him. I, I could not agree with you more. Lastly, we have the two and four Buffalo Sabres wins against uh, Tampa Bay in overtime and the New York Icelanders uh, losses against the Icelanders, the New York Rangers, Calgary Flames and Montreal Canadians. Nick, you buy or selling the Buffalo Sabres. They're a tough team. Uh, it's a tough one. Honestly, I think, I think I got to buy them. I, they they look pretty solid in the game we, we beat them early in the year, it was the first game of the year, and then obviously we lost to them the other night. But I mean, uh, I'm not saying that they are better than than the uh, the Isles. I'm just saying they, they came back to back, you know, games. They had to they had to deal with them, but uh, they got a really good young core. And when Tage Thompson starts to heat up, man, and that they got Darlene, who's a monster. Uh, power. They got some players, man. I think they're going to surprise some people. They could slot in the eighth spot. They really could. So I'm buying. Bill, you buying or selling? Yeah, I'm going to say I have to agree with Nick again. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, I think uh, to me, last season, uh, the the Sabers reminded me a lot of of the Devils the year before. That it was just like a team like that. You know, they were close in a lot of ways and just had to, you know, kind of figure out how to get over the hump and put put together some defense. 
very talented team, young team. I, I, I think, uh, I think they're going to be fine. They didn't miss the playoffs by, by a point or two points last season. Um, I think they're going to make that jump. I, I'm buying them. Uh, I, I am too. Listen, you got a contract like Jeff Skinner. Who's got a better contract than Jeff Skinner? Jack Hughes does. But <laughs> did, did we did we have almost an entire Three, two episode later. about how terrible his contract later, yeah. was? <laughs> Uh, listen, I, I I like their young goaltending. I like their the the youth and the enthusiasm they have there. They could use somebody like maybe a Patrick Kane to come in there and really solidify oh. that lineup. Uh, oh. So I am buying. I am buying the Buffalo Sabers. Likewise, I'm buying it. And you just mentioned the key. They got that young goalie. Uh, once he gets his footing securely in NHL play, uh, I think he's going to shock a lot of people, and I think they're going to be a team on the rise. By the way, as we I was talking, they scored their third goal for the night to make it three yeah, nothing. They are which was weird. Ottawa, weird timing. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening, Nick. They're listening. Everybody is. And now it's time for an on the road version of trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong Bill. All right, today's question. Is a it's a multiple choice question, and I and I think I have to give you the multiple choice for you to be able to answer it because no 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 no, 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 but nope. no, we we do <laughs> not want multiple choice at all. Which starting goaltender won the Stanley Cup as a rookie? So I think you could have correct answers here that are that are not actually the answer they're looking for is what I'm saying. Rick DiPietro. Ah, <laughs> uh, not did not win the Stanley Cup. No, Mike Richter. Didn't win as a rookie. Um, yeah, not the answer. Chris Terreri. Not Chris Terreri. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, Sean Van Beesbrook. Oh, not John Van Beesbrook. You know, he is the only player in the NHL who has all five vowels in his last name, though. Only player in NHL history. Number three, oh, I saw that coming. Martin Brodeur. <laughs> no, Mattel blew his rookie season. Wow. How oh, about boy. Jack Jack Plant? Jack Plant. Um, no, not not Jack Plant, not Jacques Plant either. How about uh, Glenn Chico Resch? Oh, uh. We're not talking about winning a Stanley Cup in the first year as an announcer. This was actually as a goaltender. How about no. Robert Chico Resch? Oh, I didn't know there were two. Hmm. Well, yeah, the story goes uh, when when Esch got his call up, he had his first initial and last name on his stick. And one of the other players looked at the goalie stick and said, when the fuck did we sign Chico? <laughs> Hmm. Oh, I was so going to fucking mute him during that story. I should have. Jesus Christ. Uh, how about um, Jack Campbell? Hmm. Good guess. Incorrect. That was a good guess. Holy shit. Sure. They're all good guesses. Uh, um, how about Matt Murray? Matt Murray. See, that's one. That's what I would have said, but that's not the answer they're looking for. Hmm. How about <clears> the dominator? Technically, he won before his rookie year. How about the dominator, Dominic Hasek? Uh no, did not win uh, as a rookie for the Blackhawks. Hmm. How about Ken Reggett? Reggett. Nope. Okay, yeah, I'm dying here. So, who is on the multiple choice choice list besides Patrick Waugh? Okay, A, Steve Mason, B, no. Evgeny Nabokov, C, no. Cam Ward, D, Andrew Raycroft. Yeah, it was it was Raycroft. Cam Ward. Yeah, no, it was Cam definitely Ward. Cam Ward. Ward. Yeah, it was Tom definitely Bob Cam Ward. Cam Ward, that's the guy. Definitely Cam Ward. Good job, Tom. Thanks. I haven't won one in a while, so I, I needed I needed that. Well done. I needed that well, win. Well, well done. Fucking great, man. Ooh, is live, this is this live version? Is this 
And now it's time for Impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Ladies and gentlemen, the Friends of Bravo podcast. We're going to the fastest two minutes of this Type 45 show. It's the 20 Questions Power Play. The rules are simple. The group has two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous player, person associated with one of the four Friends of Rivals' favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions in rapid fire. Answers will only come in the form of yes or no. The group will have to make a final guess once they've hit 20 questions or the power play has expired. The group is successful. They win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go. This player played for the New York Rangers. No. Is this player associated with the New Jersey Devils? Yes. Is this player associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins? No. This player is associated with the New York Islanders. No. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, on. Steve, what's, who is it? Yeah, it's, it's all you, um, Steve. Former player for the New Jersey Devils. No. Oh. Is this a former this? announcer for the New Jersey Devils? No. Is this a coach for the New Jersey Devils? Yes. Did this coach win a Stanley Cup with the New Jersey Devils? Yes. Did this, this coach, coach throw a bench? That's mean! Billy, that's it! That's goddamn what? mean! It's a legit question. What are you talking about? Billy's question was, is this coach alive or dead? Is this yes or no? Question. Is this coach alive? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does this coach have any association to the Montreal Canadiens? Yes. Is this coach notorious for his defensive scheming to elevate the Devils to a Stanley Cup champion? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. There's 30 seconds left on the clock. Is it Jack Lemaire? Ding, ding, ding. Billy wins. Why did you do that? Oh, old Jackie. Old Jackie. Wow. Uh, Nick, why did you pick Jacques Lemaire, who is one who is responsible for one of the three Stanley Cups on my shirt? There you go. There you go. So on this date, 1972, at the Coliseum, Jacques Lemaire won their first ever meeting between the two, between the two franchises, Montreal and the Islanders, and Jacques Lemaire scored three goals and an assist on the night. That's called the Jacques Lemaire hat trick. Yes. I don't think it is. It no, proven, notably, proven I, when, it comes, when it comes to trivia, you've proven you don't know everything. So, Notably, the Isles also had uh, a 60 losses in that inaugural season. Was that, uh, that their was first game first... ever or just their first game against Montreal? No, that seems to be the first game against Montreal. Okay. Not not the first game ever. All right. So speaking of the Caps, they're losing 4-2. Ovechkin's got two of the goals. Uh-oh. Wow. And, and the Canes are now down 2-0 to Tampa. <laughs> Continuing to let goals in. All right, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Lettuce. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Well, I'm here. We're saving calories. Well, I'm here. We all look so uh this one is going to bring us to the year of our lord 2020 Ooh, please everybody go. knows it well everybody knows 2020 well we do what well, was covid it was the covid year 
Everybody. Ah, that's the year we want to forget. Uh, please we go also- to November 7th. So eleven was over seven. in Florida, November 7th. Also was, the inception of this podcast. Yes. Was a Saturday. Ooh. It was lawn mowing, so it must have been relatively nice late into the year. Uh, there was no breakfast on that day. Brecky? Nope. Lunch was leftover ravioli and a Coke Zero can. Dinner was chicken cacciatore and a Coke Zero can. I'm going to guess, Tom, that you went with this date because it was the date that uh, Joe Biden was finally crowned uh, winner of the election uh, for president. Is that, is that, why, never, you, I, I, is that no. why you picked this date? No. You mean the uh, day Georgia cheated? However, coincidentally, this was the day that a pool supply worker at a pool store just north of Piscataway, New Jersey. What? Ooh. I know. Was uh, on the 911, uh, what do you call those, radios, radio that just plays the emergency lines. So he was listening to this. Scanner? Like the scanner? Scanner, yeah. Yeah, it's a scanner. And he overheard a story in Lakeland, Florida, of a pool, of a pool boy getting his penis stuck in one of the pool fittings. That's right. Uh, a Lakeland PD 911 operator took a call from a clerk at the Scottish Inn Motel since recently uh, has been renamed. They didn't give the name, though, unfortunately. Uh, a Florida man attempted to have his way with one of the swimming pool inlet fittings. His penis got stuck inside the pool, inside the pool wall because of the suction from the pool pump. Uh, the police shut the equipment off before paramedics arrived. However, they still could not free the guest man, uh, the guest because his man member, as they call it, had swelled within the pool fitting. As I approached the man, I could see his pants were down by his knees and his penis was stuck in the suction hole located on the north side of the swimming pool. He's from the 40s. Um, Apparently. It was the quick thinking of the paramedics that lubed the thirty-third, the thirty-three-year-old Robert uh, Chevron, uh, Robert Chevron's tallywhacker. That's hilarious. Uh, still, it would take another forty minutes of yanking and tugging before they would free the willy from the PVC fitting. Yeah, I love this article. Uh, Lakeland Regional Medical Center was able to treat Chevron's ding-dong damage. My God, these these poetry. Uh, they later released uh, the Lakeland residents with a bruised noodle and a damaged ego. And that's what happened November 7th, 2020. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. I, I've, said it, I've said it before. No, the art, uh, actually, look at this. No, no, the article says, and he came. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't even have to ask. Un- unbelievable. To ask. Can I ask a question? Wait. Yeah. What does the Piscataway thing have to do with it? I, I have really have no idea. It's just all part of this article that this guy, I don't know, maybe because this oh, is like a story what, yeah, what newspaper uh, was it from? The the PD yeah. review. It's a that's a joke for Piscataway and Denelan people only. Uh, CPOclass.com. I have no idea what that even means. That's uh, it's I'm sorry, it's pool operator talk news. Oh my god. There oh. is such a thing, everybody. There is such a thing. Well, listen, the, the the poetry from this article, his tally whacker. Oh, I mean, they, yeah. Yanking and tugging. The they, second, they would free his willy from the PVC fitting. I mean, come on. The this second is just, a story like this comes out, you know the people in the newsroom are going crazy 
because they get to use all these different ways to describe a male penis uh, with all their fun alliteration jokes. Oh, the 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 moms in the Midwest are laughing until they can't breathe when they read shit like oh, this. Oh God, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, just I I, I heard. I heard we had part of the conversation between the paramedic and the uh, the the man who had his penis stuck, uh, and it it went something like this. Uh, w- well, when I got my junk caught in there, I used lube. No, nothing. That wasn't. You should leave the you should you should leave the impressions to Nick. That wasn't funny. Yeah, that's we have a whole segment dedicated to impressions with Nick. I thought it was funny. Jesus, fucking cumber cremation. He was playing Holy shit. He was playing cumber. <laughs> so so funny. He was playing <laughs> cumber sunburn. Oh, so good. Oh, good. So good. Oh, oh god, god damn. Oh man, amazing. Uh, you fuckers, you're gonna fucking laugh about my joke <laughs> next week when Tom says it, aren't you? you no. Fucking assholes. What happened? <laughs> Oh goddamn! Fucking jerk offs! Oh, goddamn! Goddamn! Despicable! Hey, 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 the Penguins scored. Yeah, Brian Rust. You got to put your trust in Brian Rust. Uh, listen, we're all dead quiet now because we're all watching oh, fucking Frozen yeah, Frenzy. I mean, yeah. If this is like, but again, now is... the Islanders just kicked off their game, right? At on 8, time. 10. The game was supposed to start at 8 o'clock. Didn't start till 8.10. Yeah, but yeah. every game that's listed on the NHL schedule that starts at 7 starts at 7.08. Start the every game every on single time. one There's of no them. no reason why you can't start the games on fucking time. So, yes, there is. Like- the, 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 the networks have to come in with their, pre- their, they little, don't. their little splurb. Then they, they got to go to commercial. And then they got to come back either for the anthems Guess or what? they come back just after the anthems. Guess what? Here's and a that's 708. Flash. It's Here's always been about eight minutes, Steve. Here's a newsflash. You think you're selling that time because now you've got eyes? I don't tune into the game till 707. Oh, I, absolutely. I, and from 100%. now on, if I do tune in early, I will boycott every company that buys that commercial break before the game starts. Good for you. Show them. Got it, buddy. And You're less, power. If it's Coke, if it's Coke, I won't boycott. And if it's no, Nike, no, not if it's one of our any one of our sponsors. So, no. so yeah, I mean, if no, it's, no, yeah, that's no, like no, quick. none of our sponsors. Our no, sponsors, are right. no, I won't boycott any of our sponsors because they've no, been that very rabbit good comes to us. on. Absolutely, I won't boycott Wendy's as well because I like Wendy's. If no, Pierre's Deli. If Pierre's Deli buys an advertisement, I won't boycott them. But I will boycott every single other fucking company that buys that time. Except Nike? for Jeep. Also except for Jeep, because I drive a Jeep and I, I like my Jeep. So I won't boycott them. All right, that's going to do it for us because we want to go watch Frozen Frenzy. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the Twix at friends underscore rivals. Uh, go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. We'll read on the air if you want us to. While you're there, turn on the notification for our podcast. You never miss an episode. Say somebody. When it happened to me, I used lube. Fucking Billy. Gary, that's funny. How did oh you come up God, your dude. head? Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't. I can't. I'm going to pee. Oh, my friends and rivals. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck. Flyers fuck off. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck. Flyers fuck. It sounds a lot better like this then. Yeah. Is it like deeper and richer and all that shit? Yes.